We are coming today from the Create Space Studio in the Susan Wakil Health Building at the University of Sydney. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we are recording on, the Gadigal people of the Euro Nation. We pay respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of PeerPod. Today's episode is called Imagine Your Career Development in the First Year. I have two guests with me today, Tina and Amy. I will let you guys introduce yourselves. I <laughs> uh, thank you for the introduction. Um, my name is Tina. I'm one of the career development officers at the Career Center. You might have maybe attended some of our, you know, career-related workshops like resume writing or interview skills or uh, planning your career. You might have heard my voice in the past. But um, yeah, so I've been working at Sydney Uni for the last two years. And today is a wonderful opportunity just to uh, get to know some of our students and share a couple of the stories that we have in relation to career development. And Amy? Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Amy. I'm a fourth year law and commerce student majoring in finance. And I'm originally from New Zealand, having moved over to Sydney to start university in 2018. And I am, uh, so I went to college for the first two years where I made lots of great friends from Australia and then recently I moved out and I'm currently living in an apartment with my best friend who's also from New Zealand. That's really nice. I'm also living with my best friend. (laughs) We're from Canada. Um, So this is actually great because today's episode is all about, you know, talking about career development and what we go through, you know, as students and when we're thinking about our career. So we got two great perspectives here. We got a student and we also got have someone from the Career Development Center. So just to kind of get started, Amy, like what is what how do you see yourself as a student? You know, what is your student journey? What has your student journey been like? So um, as I was saying earlier, sort of making the move from New Zealand to Australia, that was a huge part of my student journey so far. So I think for me, my journey didn't start, you know, just when I walked onto campus of the University of Sydney. It started much earlier than that, you know, um, in my last year of high school when I was thinking about options of whether or not I wanted to stay in New Zealand or go abroad. Um, And look, I'm really glad that I made the decision because, you know, although at the time it felt very daunting, having to move away from all your comfort, you know, your family, your friends back home, um, that transition made me so much more resilient. Uh, Like I learned how to um, deal with challenge uh, and navigate that with uh, the support of my new network. Um, And so I think my story has been one of change um, and also lots of growth and development in terms of understanding that, you can build your network uh, in a new place and environment um, and knowing that there are support systems there to help you and you're not just um, on your journey alone. Oh, no, I completely relate to that as well, considering like coming from Canada and making that decision to move abroad and come to school here. I think change is that one big word, you know, that getting out of the comfort zone and being in a new country. So I, I definitely feel you on a personal level there. Um, and in terms of just being in school and being in, you know, your program, what do you, how do you seek the career development? Like, what does that mean for you? Mm, so since my first year of university, I've 
had work experiences on the side. Um, and so for me, career de- development has, it's not something that you consider when you're about to graduate or when you've already graduated. It's something that's been pretty much like alongside my studies the whole time. Um, and so I guess I could share a little bit about my story of getting my first proper job. I think it's quite fascinating. Um, so <laughs> so one semester into university, I was starting to already think about my career development. So I knew my degree was five years, which, you know, at the time being a first year student, it felt like it was a long time away that I would be graduating. But um, what I had heard was that it's very important to try get that work experience as early as possible, just because the work environment and uni environment can be quite different. And often the skills that you gain are not the same. So um, having talked to a few older students, I started thinking about, you know, what I could start doing in my first year to develop my career. So I actually went on to the University of Sydney Law Society job board and just had a flick through. I wasn't really intending to find a job or anything. I was more just like trying to figure out the market in Sydney, you know, how does law even work um, in Sydney? So I saw something for a paralegal job that would be quite um, flexible in terms of work uh, while studying full-time. So I applied um, for that job and I went to the career center to help me put together my resume because before then I really didn't have a proper resume and I also booked in a interview session because it was my first proper office uh, job interview and I didn't even know what to wear <laughs> like it was those very basic things like oh like how formal should I be and I, do I need to wear a blazer? You know, what sort of shoes? Like I was absolute mess. I didn't know what to expect at all. Um, and so having gone to that session, I knew what I was getting myself into and I felt so much more prepared. Um, and, you know, from there, I'm glad to say that three years later, I'm still in that job. So, yeah, I think that's kind of a unique story. Mm, yeah, sounds very interesting. And it's actually quite common among us, uh, most students. Um, so this is the, the part that I think is uh, an important pointer is uh, let's check in with you. Did you know what it is you wanted to do when you get to university? Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, you are one, one of you study dentistry and one of you study law. Like, how would you actually know about that particular industry without actually putting yourself out there and then they imagining what that industry is really like, right? So, yeah, so any tips around, you know, how did you, you know, create that, you know, shifting that narrative from school into university and then start to be open to, you know, experiences? I think that's a a huge step, really, isn't it? Yeah, no, I agree. Because even for dentistry, like I had to, when I was thinking about different careers in healthcare, when I was looking into dental and pharmacy, and I had to go shadowing during my summer vacations in order to really because reading about it is one thing, but actually being in the environment and being able to see, I realized when I was shadowing a pharmacist that, hey, maybe this career is not really for me. And then when I went to shadow dentist, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So I think that really helped me, you know, kind of come up with a couple different career options. 
Amy, was that kind of a similar experience for you in terms of like, did it, did you do any um, shattering or anything before university? No, so I guess my experience is slightly different from yours. Prior to starting my first law job, I had no idea what being a lawyer meant at all. I, no one in my family was a lawyer. I hadn't met a lawyer before. You know, I kind of just put a lawyer on a pedestal. Um, so, yeah, I guess it was just about putting myself out of my comfort zone and just giving it a go. Like, um you really don't know whether or not something's for you until you give it a try. And often it is helpful talking to people who are in various industries. But I think the most important thing is for yourself to give it a go um, and then see if it's for you. Mm. That's right. And, yeah, so and then, then obviously there is, you know, um, so the most common trend that as a, a careers practitioner experience is that, what it's been noticing is students spending a lot, a lot of time thinking about something. And then we come into the university, we are, you know, amazing thinkers, right? And then when you come to doing something or try something new, there seems that the biggest barriers of just taking that first step forward. So let me ask you, and this is a wonderful sharing here, is what is that, what would be your, you know, tip or advice in terms of just taking that leap of faith and, 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 you know, putting yourself forward, even though, you know, the fear is, is, you know, there in terms of, oh, I don't want to do this or procrastination. So what are some of the strategies that you overcome that and then, then give yourself the opportunity to experiment? Yeah, so I think two things. The first one is one that I've already mentioned. It's about knowing the resources that are available. So if I had gone into that interview, for example, not having talked to the career center beforehand, it would have been a very different outcome, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so it's about utilizing those resources around you. Um, and, you know, I, for example, for me, it was uh, receiving those emails from the career center and actually looking into it. You know, I know students get so many emails and we're often flooded with information that it can be overwhelming sometimes and we don't end up actually utilizing those resources. Uh, but for me, I saw value in what the career center could help me with. And then, so I branched out and used those resources. Um, and so that's been really helpful for me. Uh, the second point was really just thinking about uh, the worst case scenario that would come out of doing this. So for me, uh, probably would have been for that interview embarrassment or, you know, just or not living up to my expectations for myself. That would probably have been the worst case scenario. But um, putting it into perspective, um, I like to take quite an optimistic perspective on these things. And I think, you know, every interview opportunity, for example, is an opportunity to learn more about yourself and also learn more about the industry that you're interviewing for. So even if the outcome is not a great one, you still end up taking away something. So yeah, I think those are my two main tips. No, that's actually amazing. And I think being positive and just doing it is probably one of the best advice that I'm sure, um, Tina, you give to um, students that you're talking to just do it, you know? The worst, the, the worst thing that can happen is it doesn't happen. So we might wind as well do it. Um, just to, to kind of go into another part, I was just curious, what are some of the things, you know, 
as when you're a student or when you're thinking about your career that you kind of get curious about you know besides what's in my actual like day-to-day job and all that but what are other things that did you have any other curiosities that kind of have come about yeah so I think my biggest curiosity was just what would it be like working in this profession so having studied a little bit of law and commerce at the time I was not sure whether or not working in that area would even correspond with what I was learning at university so I was always curious about you know what is there a gap first of all between the two um, and if so is there anything I can be doing now to sort of break that um, make the gap smaller so um, I for example I attended the graduate age program run by the university um, and so what it is is uh, when I did it, it was in person, a one-week program where you get to visit so many um, very impressive companies across Sydney. Um, and that gave me the opportunity to learn more about the options that are out there. So that was, you know, that's always been something I'm very curious about. And it's not something that's stagnant. So the more I find out about certain things, the further I want to delve into it. Um, and you do that by starting to build your connections um, and then one person knows another and they recommend you to another person and then you just um, talk to lots of different people what, about what they do for work um, and then you start figuring out whether or not what they do is something that you're curious about. Mm, yeah absolutely and you know what you mentioned is the essential part the curiosity actually is the pointers towards uh, exploration doesn't matter if you study science, engineering, IT, business, uh, dentistry, or, or whatever, you know, kind of the field of study that you're going with. That curiosity can actually create opportunities. So even though you might be studying science, does not mean that you couldn't explore, you know, some of the opportunity in the business sense, or some of the opportunity in the research sense, or some of the opportunity even to do with studying your own business. So your degree is not a limitation. Your degree is an opening to have access to many different opportunities so you'll be able to explore a little bit further for yourself. Uh, and one of the key things in terms of your first year is all of this is available for you. Do you have the imagination to actually explore it further and make the most of it for yourself by experimenting with it? Yeah. I think you mentioned a great point, Tina, that you are not limited by your career and, and sorry, you're not limited by your studying and the field you're in, because I think that's such an important point, even for something like dentistry, it's not just about the science, it's about the business aspect as a, when you go out in your field, you have to think about, you know, one day, do I want to own a practice? Do you know, cause usually one of the goals that dentists have is I'll work in a practice for a couple of years and then I'll open up my own dental practice, which comes with a huge financial knowledge that you need, you know, how much, going to open this where's my investment coming from is this a good um you know because the economy good to open everything and it's not just even business it's also you know the marketing aspect how will I market my practice and with any other career even like being in law you might want to open up your own law firm or being a doctor you might want to open up a GP practice so I think that's a great perspective to add in there that you're not really limited by the field you're in so well, whoever's listening to that, hopefully this is inspired you to think about other things as well. Um, and then just to kind of go into uh, just thinking about different areas of opportunities and 
how what helped you discover those amy mm. yeah so the career center has been so fundamental to my career development so far I have attended so many different uh, events organized by the Career Center, so ranging from resume reviews to interview practice sessions uh, to events like Graduate Edge Program, which I mentioned. So it's uh, really helped me to discover what my career development means, Um, and it's been very continuous. So ever since first year, I've continuously worked on developing my career it's not something that you sort of just leave to one side and every so you know you come back and visit it um for me it was about for example like continuously checking you know are there gaps in my resume that I want to fill are there certain skills that I want to gain um and you know if I'm taking up an opportunity what um am I building on what are the new connections that I make from this, uh, that I might make from this uh, opportunity. So yeah, it's been a um, very big discovery journey so far um, and one that I think will continue on for a long time. Yeah, and you know, thanks for vouching for the Cree Center. <laughs> yes, we do do a range of different, you know, servicing in terms of meeting the needs uh, for a student. We're looking at, you know, a, a overall development, anything from career planning to career exploration, we run, you know, the career fairs in terms of bringing employers on campus and, you know, promoting their opportunities to students. I mean, Sydney University students are, are preferred by a lot of employers, right? Because, you know, we study very hard, we, we're very academically focused, and we're very aware of that. And also, hopefully, from our career centre perspective, is to be able to bring another perspective in your development, in student development, and that, that development to relating to employment or relating to work, there's in the process of maturing to working. So hopefully we play a part in that area. So we're offering, you know, uh, you know uh, sessions, consultations, uh, and uh, workshops looking at different type of topics. But I wanted to, you know, um, to, to, to share and invite people to really think about this. Just because there's a service there, it is still up to you in terms of looking at what it is do I need at this stage in terms of my opening to explore opportunities. So we might be a really good information resource center, but the realization is within yourself as to what it is am I ready to do or what it is am I moved to explore now. So we do gradually at a time. So that's the, the key area that I would really like to hopefully for students to really think about is what am I ready for now and what will be my next step for that exploration? Yeah. Yeah. And then in terms of, we've talked about, you know, a couple of the positive points, but just curious, you know, and this is something that even Tina, you can give a great perspective on considering I'm sure you know a lot of us, a lot of student stories, but what are some things that, you know, you find that are held that hold students back from the exploration process. And even with Amy, if you've experienced this, were there um, any, you know, limitations and how did you overcome those? Mm, yeah. So the the big one is around, I don't know if you are aware of or heard of this, is what we call the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. So the fixed mindset is uh, looking at something, that's all I can see. So imagine if, if I have a glass, I either see the glass being half empty 
or glass being half full. But actually, if you're looking at the glass, the empty and the fullness complete the whole glass, right? Right. So if we're really looking at right, so holistically, we're looking at is is around: Do I see myself fully? Do I see what the opportunity that is available for me? And do I see my limitations? Neither it is navigating the reality for the individual, but to see what the actual movement's going to be. If I saw the opportunity, great. What is limiting me to take that opportunity? So then, some of the commonality of mindsets that we experience is that experience does not related to my degree, so I'm not going to do a part time job, or it's really awkward to network with people I don't know, so I'm not going to be bothered reaching out. Right? I'm not going to be bothered reaching out because it's too embarrassing and too awkward. Or another thing is around. I'm just going to give three. Another thing is really around. Maybe other students are better than me, so people is going to choose them over me. You see, all of that is limiting yourself actually from experimenting with the opportunity. So that's the common, you know, kind of things are beginning to watch how students holding themselves back. Yeah. What about you, Amy? What's your, what's your thought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for me, being a student who has always been quite. Busy. I find one challenge is finding the time to put aside dedicated time to thinking about my career. So I've always juggled quite a few things on my plate. For example, you know, living at college that was quite time consuming. You know, attending all social activities and getting to know people, and then obviously university itself can be very、um, challenging to navigate as a first year student. You're just trying to figure out, you know, where all your classes are. You know, which Zoom classes, which.、Um, it's all very daunting,、um, and to be able to recognize that you should be setting aside a little bit of time towards career development. I think that is probably one of the biggest steps I had to take,、um, and it's. As Tina said, it's something that's driven from within. It's not someone nagging you saying that you should do it, but something that really comes from a personal、um, place where you're wanting to just、um, figure out more about yourself and what opportunities are available. So yeah, I think time is、um, one limitation,、um, but also、um, something that we've sort of touched on is that feeling of imposter syndrome and thinking that you're not good enough. Or、um, for me personally, it was. You know, I am from. I'm not from Australia.、Um, I'm not considered. I although I am fortunately considered a domestic student. There still are some differences between you know me got, applying for a job and someone who's living from who's from Sydney.、Um, and then there's also you know a cultural background. You know, I speak Mandarin at home. Is that something that the company is going to value, or are they not going to value that diversity? So there are all those things that are. Oh, and also, obviously, being female in the legal profession that could also be seen as a barrier. And I know that's not just you know restricted to the legal profession, but many professions out there. So you know, there are all these things that you could see as barriers. But for me, I like to see them as opportunities and you know ways for me to distinguish myself from other candidates who are applying for the same job. So、um, yeah, I guess it's all about your mindset, as Tina said. It's the way you see. Uh, these things that could be barriers, but also potential areas for you to、um, really demonstrate that they're your strengths and your assets. Yeah, I think if there's one thing that you know 
people can take away from this. It's all about your mindset. It's all about perspective because you give one thing and you have 10 different ways people will think of it. So, well, thank you guys so much. Uh, we're approaching the end of the episode. Uh, thank you again, Tina and Amy. We got two different perspectives, you know, student and someone working the career development center who listens to students all day. So I love that. Thank you guys again so much for joining PeerPod today. And I just want to say that I will link uh, with this episode, there will be a link for the Career Center and anything else that we have talked about. All the links will be down there. But thank you guys so much for joining today. That's it for this episode. Thanks for stopping by. I would like to thank the PeerPod team once again for bringing it all together. If today's episode has sparked anything for you, we would love to hear about it. Drop us a line at peerpod.pla at sydney.edu.au or message us on Instagram at sydney underscore library underscore PLA. You can also subscribe to PeerPod on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Music. Catch you next time.